Welcome to Personal Legend, a show about up-and-coming leaders, visionaries, and creatives, and their journey in living a life true to oneself. Hi, I'm Sean Dipp, and this episode marks the end of this podcast series. So I want to use this episode as a way to reflect, celebrate, and sow the seeds for my future. So today, I'm talking about death, life, and peace. And so ever since I was 10 years old, I struggled with the concept of death. I was basically afraid of losing my family, so my parents, sister, grandma, because I was really happy with where I was in life, and I was afraid of losing it. And so I even had to like sleep with a nightlight on just because it gave me a little sense of security. But even to this day, I still struggle with death, whether it's death to a moment, passion, or person. And when it comes to something or someone that I love, I naturally get attached and hope for eternity because I don't want to lose what I've loved. This is part of the reason why I've sought after Christianity and because there is this faith in this afterlife and heaven. And this faith provides a sense of inner peace that ebbs and flows depending on the day. And as you can tell, I'm a very emotional person. And perhaps I can be too clingy, but I've just accepted that this is within my nature. So for this reason, I've always seen death as a scary and sad event. And although I still struggle with death now, I'm starting to see the beauty in it. I'm starting to see that death, ironically, breeds life. There's this natural balance in play. For example, when we look at our food ecosystem, the death of one animal feeds or gives life to another. In that same way, that end or death of this podcast series gives life to other podcast ideas and my other creative ventures like stand-up comedy or music. And so even though I have struggles with moving on from this podcast series, I am starting to make my peace with it. And what's helped with this transition is shifting my focus from what's dying to what's living. As a matter of fact, I even use death as a way to live more fully. In an odd way, death is simplifying life for me and is teaching me how to live. To live in a way as if I only have one life. So as I reflect on my past, appreciate the present, and plan for my future... I found that death is what inspired the life I have lived in this past year. Death is what even inspired the life I'm living now. And death is what inspired the life I plan to live in the future. So even as I say peace out to this podcast series, I'm also genuinely excited for the future and what's ahead. There's this quote that I really like that revolves around life and death. And it goes like this. We all have two lives. And the second begins when we realize we only have one. To set up a simple framework for this podcast episode, I'll talk about how death inspired my past, present, and future. Past. It's crazy to think this whole journey in pursuing my passions really started in January 2020 when Kobe Bryant passed away. 
That moment was a catalyzing moment for me to be really introspective and thoughtful about how I wanted to live my life moving forward. I'll reiterate the cliche that life is not guaranteed. You never know when your time is up. Live your life as if you only have one. So when I was a strategy analyst for a boutique management consulting firm in 2020, I asked myself, if I died today, would I have any regret with the way I lived my life? My response was yes, because I didn't give myself the opportunity to pursue my passions, which is something that's important to me. And so even though it felt uncomfortable to transition out of a stable job and pursue my passions, I still felt like I had to try and take that leap of faith. I knew I would have that regret of not trying and missed out on the opportunity to feel alive through my passions. And so fortunately, my employer and I were able to establish an arrangement where I would be an independent contractor with the same role. This would give me more time and energy to pour into my passions. So eventually, I found my passion for life coaching as well. As I was building my passion projects, I became more mentally, emotionally, and spiritually aligned with my work. At one point, I felt ready to take the jump to fully pursue my passions. So I asked myself, if I died today, would I have any regrets with the life I lived? My response was yes, because I've never given myself the chance to go all in with my passions. And I knew if I looked back at my life, I would have those thoughts like, what if I went all in? Would my life be different? Would I have been able to manifest my dreams? This is why this time around, taking the leap of faith was not so hard. I knew if there was any time to take a big risk in my life, it would be now. And so really the theme for my past actions from January 2020 to this present moment is regret minimization. It's about having little to no regrets with the way I've spent my youth, which is a very precious time where we have the most abundant amount of time and energy. So this is why I've put such a great emphasis on doing the things that would be much riskier or more difficult to do when I'm older and settled down, like pursuing my passions or spending quality time with particular loved ones. Now we're in the present moment. With this very episode, I'm wrapping the first season of this podcast series. And for my business, I'm also starting to wrap up the 12-week group training programs, Passion Accelerator, and Next Gen Biz School. And don't get me wrong, I'm still going to keep building this podcast and business. However, parts of me still feel sad because it feels like the end. It's like watching the final episode of your favorite TV show. And even though you know there's going to be another season, it still makes you sad the season you are watching is over. And so I know I'm just being too clingy to my podcast and business, but can you blame me? I put my heart and soul into each of these vessels. And what has given me peace with the situation is to reframe this inflection point as the end of the beginning. Like we're just finishing the first chapter of this book and we have way more to go. And so this subtle shift rejuvenated me with the new excitement for the next chapter of my life. And the next chapter of my life is approaching. So the end of June 2021 means that there are four more months until it's my birthday. 
October 24, 2021 officially marks one full year of wearing my 24 years of life like a Kobe jersey and committing to chasing my passion and dreams. This means there's a bit of a transition phase. The big question that's been looming on my mind is now what? How should I spend my time with the remaining four months? How should I spend my time after my birthday? As an optimist and overthinker, I'm just like, there are limitless opportunities. There are so many paths to go down. And initially, I really struggled to figure out the answers to these questions. But once I started to think about death, life became simpler. Once I started to think about death, I asked myself a slightly nuanced question. If I thought each day was my last, how would I live my life every day moving forward? If I knew that I would die at the end of this year, how would I want to live my life? Well, I know that when I die, I want to have peace knowing that I truly lived a life with the people I love and really tried to manifest my dreams. So really the theme for my present and future actions is life maximization. And I want to point out that there's a subtle nuance between the theme for my present and future actions versus my past actions. So my past actions was more about regret minimization, and now it's more about life maximization. They're really two sides of the same coin, but for me at least, this attitude shift was critical. And so now, I need to use a simply defined end goal to inform my future actions. This leads me to my future. With all of this in mind, I go back to the framework that I've previously used to segment my life. There are seven different parts to my life, and each one has a 2021 objective that's been defined based on death. One, spirituality. Pray every single day. Two, relationships. Be present whenever I spend time with the people that I love and do more domestic traveling whether that's like Seattle or New York. Three, health. Get my ass back into shape and play more sports for fun, like basketball and spike ball, because I really love whenever my competitive spirit comes alive, and it's good for me. Four, intellect. Give myself the freedom to explore new ideas through reading and stimulating conversations. Five, podcasts. Engage in meaningful conversations with family, friends, and dope-ass people, and also experiment with new formats. 6. Business Continue to build the media, services, and community parts of my company, Personal Legend, and also pursue projects that are intellectually stimulating and leverages my past experience and knowledge. 7. Passion Make a song and stand-up comedy set. So I'll check back with you guys at the end of this year to update you on how much progress that I've made. As I pursue these newly defined objectives, I'll be putting a great emphasis on having fun and enjoying the journey. So as I was trying to plan out the next chapter of my life, these were the questions that I found incredibly helpful. One, if you knew that you would die at the end of this year, How would you live your life moving forward? What would you do differently? And two, what actions can you start taking right now? To close the final episode of the series, I'm going to break it up into three parts. 
one key takeaways, two short story, and three acknowledgements. So for key takeaways, I want to go back to that quote. We all have two lives, and the second begins when we realize we only have one. Most of us are aware that we only have one life, but many of us don't act that way. So before it's too late, I encourage you to live your life with more urgency. Do not take life for granted. Use death as a powerful tool to simplify your life and inform how you can live more fully. To live in a way as if you only have one life. Story time. A tale of two dreams starts with the lost kid at a crossroads. He's been running his whole life. So this time, he decides to stop, breathe, and think about his next steps. While defining personal legend, he finds that God is telling him to turn left, which is the path less traveled. Breaking the status quo would be required to go against the norm. So months of deliberation and preparation gave him the confidence to pursue God's plan and the journey ahead. After taking the leap of faith, he finds that it wasn't as scary as he thought it would be. To thrive in a new environment, he takes balanced action in areas such as spirituality, health, and passions. Eventually, the guiding omens tell him to change course once more, leading him deeper into foreign territory. Although this made him uncomfortable, he decides to trust God and his instincts, so he takes the second leap of faith. With this newfound freedom, he can truly focus on becoming the person God envisioned him to be. Throughout the process, the fear of failure and fear of dying without truly living inhibits his growth. So conquering fears became a major priority. As he gradually executes his goals, his fear fades and confidence grows. With every new experience, he feels more and more aligned with his greater purpose in life. The last time he felt alive with pursuing his passions was when he was a kid with the NBA hoop dreams. It's as if that inner kid has been resurrected into a 24-year-old kid dreaming big again. Now, he's committed to making his dreams a reality. So peace out. He'll be back soon. Acknowledgements. Thank you God for blessing me with the life to live, people I love, and dreams to chase. Thank you to my predecessors and grandparents for setting the foundation that I'm building my dreams on. Thank you to my parents for providing me with shelter, food, and guidance. Thank you for always being patient with me and giving me the space and time to chase after my dreams. Thank you to my sister for the unconditional love you give me with anything I pursue. Thank you to my girlfriend for grounding me, being a moral compass, and constantly teaching me how to be more selfless. Thank you to my friends for all the fun memories, 
emotional support, and inspiration. Thank you to my greater community for reminding me that I am because we are and motivating me to keep fighting for my dreams. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. If you want to connect and chat, shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Sean Dill. I would love to learn more about you, so please feel free to reach out. For those who are a fan, it would mean a lot to me if you rate and review Personal Legend on Apple Podcasts and share this show with someone who would enjoy it. You can subscribe wherever you listen. Check out the episode show notes for all of my social handles, relevant links, and transcripts of episodes. Personal Legend is hosted by Sean Dio. Music is by Jester King. Cover art is by Jung Ho Wan and Emma Lin. As I pursue my purpose, I really hope you do the same. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Much love. Peace.